Jim, I've got some good news for you. Okay. You are an Android phone user, right? Correct. I'm an Apple guy. Mm-hmm. We're kind of like and Ivory. We're kind of like those two dudes from the commercials. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. a Mac and you're a PC. Yes, classic Justin Long or yeah. whatever his name is. I'm the cool young guy, and you're the, yeah, the yeah. nerdy. Dork. I'm John Hodgman. <laughs> you're the uptight nerd. <laughs> you know me. Um, so Apple is finally changing its text messaging to stop screwing over Android users. Okay. There's a number of things. If you're an Android user and you're texting someone with an iPhone, there's a number of things that have been different this whole time. Yeah. Specifically group text. If you're not, I don't know what happens from an iPhone user's perspective, but I think what does happen actually, because you're like not technically in the group. I'm not allowed to tell you, Jim. We're an exclusive club. (laughs) We're an exclusive club and uh, you can't know what our our iPhone group texts are all about unless you buy an iPhone. All I know is that people yell at me for having the Android because I don't know if you get like a bounce back text or what happens. What happens is you're having a group text and if it's all Apple users, it's all in one conversation, right? Yeah, yeah. And you can see who's whose messages, who's all in one conversation. As soon as someone on an Android messages, it becomes a separate conversation with that Android user. Like, you're not included in the group group thread. I I, I like how everybody's blaming the Android users when it's Apple making it difficult to try to make their phone exclusive. That is one of the things that's changing, and I would guess that's why. Because for sure, Apple has done this stuff to give them an advantage and to to feel like they're screwing over people with Androids. But really... It's the peer pressure. They've been making it more annoying for people with iPhones. If someone with an Android messages and it's outside of that that text thread, now it's I got to figure out what's going on where it fits into the conversation. Yeah. It's because a nightmare. A- Android group texts are just group text. Like there's no se- it all is one conversation. Yeah. Well, they're changing that. That's one thing. Uh, also, photos and videos from Android phones to an iPhone have been coming through blurry, low res, yeah, basically unviewable, small. Um, that is going to change. Uh, message reactions, like on the iPhone, if you uh, click on a, a text message, you little options come up to react, like ha-ha or uh, exclamation yep, points, that question kind of marks. Yeah, okay. Those have been showing up as separate text messages. Those will now show up as uh, reactions. Oh. And one thing that isn't going to change is the color. So if you're an Android user, your text messages show up in green on an iPhone. Why are they segregating so hard? Relax, well, Apple. They say the green bubbles are a badge of the Apple tribe, and See, they don't whoa, expect tribe. to continue. They the word tribe. They don't expect Apple to discontinue that on the iPhones. Huh. But that's good news for you. It's good news for everybody, I'd say. Mostly for the Apple people. You're the ones getting upset. Listen to this shocker. I was out the other day, and I got home, and my wife and kids had raked the entire front lawn. And that's a, sho- a shocker? This is the first? Are you? Would you not be surprised if you came home and Sarah had raked the entire front lawn? I Not if they're the kids. That seems to be like a fall staple, right? Like you, pull, yeah. you do a pile, and you jump in the pile. Luckily, if, this, if, this is the only reason it was done. My wife yeah. does photography. 
and she wanted the the pictures of the mm. kids jumping into the piles of leaves. So none of the leaves are in bags right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, they put them all in bags. Wow. Brought them I, to the curb? I was Holy. very impressed. Yeah. Sweet. It's time for Grayson to light up that lawnmower, too, I think. I think he's ready. Maybe the snowblower. Good he's to seven go. in a couple weeks. Is mm-hmm. that old enough to, yes, sir. Uh, to mow the lawn? Yep. It is in the country, isn't it, Jim? <laughs> the police aren't watching. <laughs> How old were you realistically when your dad started letting you use the lawnmower? Ten? I don't know. Maybe eight or ten. Yeah, probably. I started with like the weed whacker and then moved uh-huh. up to the push mower and then eventually got on the lawn tractor. But you probably oh, ate. yeah. And what a special day that must have been. When, no, it sucked. When you got to get on the lawn tractor? Yeah, well, because I was already on equipment all the time, but when you get on the lawn tractor, now you have to cut the lawn for three hours. We had a right. big country property, so it was like my brothers and sisters would do it. I'd look out the window as I was watching Saturday morning cartoons and say, hey, suckers. And But like our lawn took forever to cut. It was like a half-a-day process, so yeah. it wasn't something I was looking forward to. So you'd prefer using the push mower and just doing around the trees? I would prefer to do none of it, <laughs> but that was like, yeah, you would go, you would, that that was the easier job. It worked. Uh, like the, the the weed whacking was the worst because you had to go like up around the graveyard, and then you had to go around the shop, and you had to. It was a lot of work. The graveyard. My yeah, you've been in my house, my parents' house is right next to a graveyard. There's I a never graveyard noticed. Fence, no, and there's all these trees. Yeah, it was a big pain in the butt. Was that freaky as a kid, having a graveyard right there? No, because you're kind of used to it, right? It was freaky for like when friends would come over and, you know, at midnight we'd run through the graveyard or something like that. and, and uh, Or we'd play Ouija board in, in high school and there'd be a graveyard <laughs> next door. It'd be freaky. But it, you get used to it. Like, for yeah. me, it wasn't a big deal at all. Yeah, you get used to corpses, I'm sure. He didn't see too many corpses. Mowing the lawn with corpses right underneath oh, you. there's a femur. Better <laughs> dodge it. This story is wild. It's out of Florida, so you'd expect it to be wild. A restaurant is in some big trouble. Nico's Japanese Steakhouse down in Florida. Uh, two alleged victims say they were drugged after eating the food at this Japanese Steakhouse. Hmm. They started uh, feeling symptoms after eating there. They took their uh, leftovers home with them. So they actually had the the leftover food to get tested. Interesting. And it did test positive. For what? Well, let's uh, have the the two victims who ate the food explain what exactly went down. It took several days for me to get a full night's sleep even then I have nightmares we all po- tested positive for methamphetamines oh, heart rate spiked I boy. remember seeing the heart rate monitor hit nearly 200 I was horrified of what that meant I also saw the Nikos posted a Facebook update about how they were compliant with the police the owners probably aren't the ones that have to do with it you know it's probably not their fault yeah the food contained meth oh boy for some reason well i've got a guess it falls out of a meth head's pocket while they're preparing the food (laughs) generally or while they're preparing the sauce or something um unless it was intentional which could always happen you never know disgruntled employee maybe but i've noticed that drug addicts generally don't give away free drugs you know that's a big thing yeah yeah i i think the uh 
Oh boy. Yeah. Where'd my meth go? Totally. Where <laughs> is it? Please be in the car. Oh boy. Is more likely. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Nico's Japanese Steakhouse is now the most popular restaurant <laughs> in Florida. <laughs> Can't get a reservation there for months, Jim. <laughs> Unfortunately, everybody loses their appetite after the first bite <laughs> and their teeth. <laughs> Sports on a Friday with Devin Peacock, our sports guy here on the Taz and Jim Show. Dev, today is uh, hockey night or afternoon or morning in Sweden. All of the above. <laughs> but it's night in Sweden, but it's the middle of the afternoon over here in North America. Yeah, so if you're looking at the, the an app, uh, the schedule, you see Leafs, Red Wings, 2 p.m., you're wondering what's going on. Well... They're in Sweden. The uh, Senators and Red Wings uh, played yesterday afternoon. Uh, Senators beat the Red Wings uh, 5-4 in overtime. It was a good game. Uh, Too bad it was in the middle of the afternoon. No one in North America saw it, but uh, the Swedes enjoyed it, I'm sure. Uh, But uh, the NHL is doing this annual thing they do in the middle of the season where they send teams overseas uh, to build the brand, to spread the game, to to spread the NHL brand uh, to all parts of uh, the world. They've gone to Australia in the past, uh, Czechia, Finland. Uh, they're in Sweden now. Uh, they go all over the place, and I hate it. All the places where hockey is already very popular. Yes, well, that's the problem for me. It's like if you guys want to build the game, Go down to Brazil or something, you know, yeah. like if, if this is truly about what that's what you're trying to do here, like the Swedish people already love hockey. Yeah. Like they like they win gold medals at the Olympics. Like we should not be building up Sweden anymore. They're good enough. Like stop it. <laughs> but if you want to build like your brand, how about this NHL? Buy the Swedish league. You know, buy the Finnish league, buy the German league, rather than send the NHL there, take it over. Like, you are yeah. the biggest league so in the have, world. So have NHL Sweden, yes. have NHL Czechia, different branches of the league. Absolutely. That's what I would prefer because I don't want to have the Toronto Maple Leafs going over to Sweden playing two games within like two weeks because they got to deal with the time change. They play at two o'clock today. They play eight o'clock Sunday morning. Like, so the Toronto Maple Leafs are not going to be on hockey night in Canada. The Habs will. So you, you're going to have like an original six team, but the Leafs won't be like you're it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, so Sunday morning, is when I get to watch the Leafs? Like, give me a break. But it's nice for the people over there. It's like when uh, Man U plays Man City, they do a game over in Canada, and for the first time, these Canadians are able to see the most elite soccer players in the world play soccer. But is it a regular season game when they do that, or is it an exhibition? Well, hockey players don't show up to things if it's not a regular season game. <laughs> you know, they won't go. It's an ex- it, So uh, it's an exhibition, and it's in the middle of the summer, right? So like, yeah. and they don't always send their best players. It's like, to your point, Jim, they don't. But also, why should you? Like, it's like let's be honest. Like, this is a a regular season game. The Leafs and Red Wings are playing today. Like, these games have huge significance for the end of the season. The entire league is not making treks over to Europe to play. It's only a select number of teams who are doing it. To me, it's just crazy 
that we continue to do this. Boy, someone's really cranky that one of his sleep-in days has been canceled this weekend. <laughs> Got to get up early and have a Caesar and watch the Leafs at 8 a.m. on what Sunday. What a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dev. You know who I'd like to talk to on the air here? Someone who was once chronic but they gave up smoking marijuana. Hmm. I want to know how difficult that is. Yeah, it's pretty difficult. <laughs> Anything when it becomes a routine in your life, especially yeah. when it's a routine for decades, mm-hmm. has got to be difficult to give up. Snoop Dogg has announced that he is going to stop smoking. Now, we assume that means he's not going to smoke marijuana anymore. He posted on social media yesterday this statement. After much consideration and conversation with my family, I've decided to give up smoke. Please respect my privacy at this time. (laughs) Snoop Dogg. So either he's joking or this is legitimately going to be a very tough thing for him to do. I think it's a tongue-in-cheek, please respect my privacy. Like, it's the biggest announcement. It is funny. I, like he's and he specifically says I'm giving up smoke, right? Which makes me think he's not giving up THC completely. Yeah, could do oils, edibles, that Vapes, sort of thing, whatever. Gummies. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, we all know how bad smoking cigarettes is for you, and and I don't see the same results from smoking weed. But there's no way smoke is good for your lungs. <laughs> like it's not as bad as smoking cigs, but it's definitely not good for you. How rattled. Was the guy on Snoop's payroll that is his full-time joint roller when he heard this news? (sighs) He better learn some baking recipes (laughs) and make a hell of a good weed cookie. (laughs) It's time to get the old resume ready. Who else could hire that guy? (laughs) Whoops, I rolled my resume up into a giant doobie. (laughs) Uh, So if you, at one point, were chronic and you smoked a ton of marijuana and you quit... Let us know if that was a difficult thing to do. End of an era. Snoop Dogg posting on social media yesterday that he is no longer going to smoke. Quote, after much consideration and conversation with my family, I've decided to give up smoke. Please respect my privacy at this time. And... A very serious-looking photo of Snoop Dogg. It looks like he died, honestly, when you see it. It it looks like an in-memoriam kind of thing you'd see at the Oscars. Yeah, 100% black and white, you know? (laughs) It truly does look like somebody died. Well, this has been a big part of Snoop's life for a long time, and we're just wondering how difficult this is going to be for a guy like Snoop Dogg for decades You make your living off smoking. You uh, smoke more marijuana possibly than anyone else on the planet. Truly. So how is your body going to react when you quit? We asked if uh, if you smoked for a long time and then quit, how difficult was it? And we got a call fittingly from a guy named Jay. Jay, how are you? Good. How are you guys doing? Good. How long did you smoke for? I'm about 29 now, and probably for 11 years. I, okay. Well, I I smoked in high school, but full time I would I'd get up, I'd wake and bake, I'd smoke probably over 20, 30 joints a day. Whoa, <laughs> that's Holy Snoop level. Moly. Uh, that's wild. Yeah, it's not easy. You're you're 
you literally get withdrawal, you get shakes. You, I've been about two months, no marijuana. Well, good for you. What made you do it? What made you quit? My girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I've been with her for 10 years as well, and she had enough. So yeah. said, now I, it's I time. Spending, 20 to 30 joints a day. Eight. And if you're only awake for, let's say, 18 hours a day, you know, like six two hours. joints an hour? <laughs> <That's a lot laughs> of, gosh darn, t- where do you find the time even? Yeah, oh, it was one after another. Yeah. I, and, would, I would buy the king pack. So there's king packs at store. Pre-rolls? And it, it pre-rolls. It's, uh, it's basically a carton. So it's seven, seven packs of... And there's 10 joints in each pack. And I would go through about two cartons a week. Wow. You were smoking more marijuana joints than, you know, pack-a-day smokers. Yeah. Smoking cigarettes. Cigarettes, too. And when I quit smoking cigarettes, I just (laughs) used marijuana for it. Yeah. uh, Compensated. You told your girlfriend eight years ago, hey, I quit smoking cigarettes. Give me a break. (laughs) Yeah. So what, how's your yeah. life changed? I noticed, like, I go on and off the stuff, and, like, when I'm off it, my dreams are way more vivid. I feel like I sleep. Like, you, a lot of people think marijuana helps you sleep, but I think it actually makes your sleep much worse. No, I agree. It it definitely does. And I was I was spending over 500 bucks a week on, on weed. <laughs> do, you, do you have a job, Jay? Like, how do you maintain, do. I, maintain I, a I, job uh, when you're stopping for a marijuana smoke every 10 minutes <laughs> well he's a police officer <laughs> I, uh, I work for myself i have a construction company and, what's it uh, called wonky construction <laughs> <laughs> yeah now he's driving past all his old projects yeah, yikes. Like, holy cow <laughs> that curb's looking a little up and down <laughs> yeah but i would uh yeah i'd wake up i'd smoke and i'd smoke all day because i basically work by myself most of the time and uh yeah it's 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 really hard to quit it's not an easy thing to do he's got a long road ahead of him i haven't been keeping up with my jeopardy since my grandma passed used mm-hmm. to watch it every night with her in the uh, nursing home but yeah. i think i'm gonna get back into it because i do love the celebrity jeopardy yes the questions are a little easier yeah high school jeopardy college jeopardy uh-huh. and celebrity jeopardy that's when I excel yelling answers at the TV screen. <laughs> when the bar is lowered. <laughs> How about this? A, uh, a milestone on Celebrity Jeopardy. Becky Lynch, WWE superstar, set the record for least number of correct responses oh. ever answered on the show. Ouch. I would say I don't expect like a WWE person to be a genius necessarily, but every yeah. once in a while there will be somebody like the guy who came somehow has two master's degrees <laughs> out of nowhere. You know what I mean? You're like the big red machine, really? <laughs> but that's embarrassing. It's she handled it very well. She answered zero correct and five incorrect, but she did get the final Jeopardy question. Okay, but nothing to wager. They give you five hundred bucks, like a sympathy oh, okay. five hundo to so wager. Up. So she got a thousand dollars for her charity, and luckily, Ken Jennings was cordial as well. He wasn't talking smack; otherwise, he would have gotten suplexed through his podium. 
another takeaway here. So it was it was Becky Lynch, Lynch from the WWE uh, going up against Rachel Dratch from SNL. Yeah, yeah. Debbie Downer and Macaulay Culkin. Culkin. Macaulay was on there. He did very well. Rachel Dratch ended up beating him by a dollar huh. in Final Jeopardy. But I just got to say, and, and let me spin this around here. Macaulay Culkin, I'm pleased to report, is looking a lot healthier than he has been. Yeah, his face is filled out. His shoulder, it looks like he's doing some shoulder presses. He's putting on some muscle for sure. Yeah. boy, Macaulay. He, he looks healthy, doesn't he, compared to what we've seen yeah. in the past. He's still got those permanent tired stoned eyes. You know Which is mean? fine. Which is fine. It's still vast improvement. Yeah, because there, was, there improvement. was one point where I was worried about him. He was... When his neck got real skinny and his beard got straggly. Too vascular, straggly, like yeah. strangely vascular. It, it did look like there may have been some substances that he was ingesting that uh, maybe he shouldn't be, but Macaulay Culkin looking healthy, perhaps training for uh, another Home Alone movie. <laughs> he's going to leave the door wide open if he's looking that jacked. <laughs> Rip Coming that in the shirt web off. bandits. I dare Rip you. that shirt off. <laughs> Eight pack. Imagine. <laughs> Get over here, Pesci.